but he couldn't allow himself to be afraid. His mother was gone, sacrificing herself to save him and his sisters only hours after Cavan had slaughtered their father. He could barely see his father in his mind's eye. Too often needed the help of the fire to find that image. The tall and proud Dahi. The Kianafine with his bright hair and ready laugh. But he had only to close his eyes to see his mother, pale as the death to come, standing in front of the cabin in the woods on that misted morning while he rode away with his sisters, grief in his heart, fresh, hot power in his blood. He was a boy no longer from that morning, but one of the three, a dark witch, bound by blood and oath to destroy what even his mother could not. Part of him wanted only to begin, to end this time in Galway on their cousin's farm where the cock crowed of a morning and the sheep bleated in the fields. The man and witch inside him yearned for the time to pass, for the strength to wield his grandfather's sword without his arm trembling from the weight, for the time he could fully embrace his powers, practice the magics that were his by birth and right. The time he would spill Calvin's blood, black and burning on the earth. Still, in the dreams he was only a boy, untried and weak, pursued by the wolf Calvin, became the wolf with the red stone of his black power gleaming at his throat. And it was his own blood, and the blood of his sisters, that spilled warm and red onto the ground. On mornings after the worst dreams, he went to the river, rowed out to fish to be alone, though most days he craved the company of the cottage, the voices, the sense of cooking. But after the blood dreams he needed to be away, and no one scolded him for not helping with the milking or the mucking or the feeding, not on those mornings. So he sat in the boat. A slim boy of ten with a mop of brown hair still tousled from sleep, and the wild blue eyes of his father, the bright and stirring power of his mother. He could listen to the day wake around him, wait patiently for the fish to take his bait, and eat the oat cake he'd taken from his cousin's kitchen. And he could find himself again. The river, the quiet, the gentle rock of the boat reminded him of the last truly happy day he'd had with his mother and sisters. She'd looked well, he remembered, after how pale and strange she had looked over the long icy winter. They were, all of them, counting the days until Beltana and his father's return. They'd sit around the fire then, so Eamon had thought, eating cakes and tea sweetened with honey while they listened to his father's tales of the raids and the hunting. They would feast, so he had thought, and his mother would be well again. So he'd believed that day on the river when they'd fished and laughed and all thought of how soon their father would be home. But he'd never come for Cavan had used his dark magics to slay Dahi the Brave. And Sorka, the dark witch, 
Even though she'd burned him to ash, he'd killed her. Killed her, and somehow still existed. Eamon knew it from the dreams, from the prickle down his spine. Saw the truth of it in the eyes of his sisters. But he had that day, that bright spring day on the river to remember. Even as a fish tugged on his line, his mind travelled back, and he saw himself at five years bringing a shining fish from the dark river. Felt that same sense of pride now. Ailish will be pleased. His mother smiled at him as he slid the fish into the pail of water to hold it fresh. His great need brought her to him, gave him comfort.